Give us the rundown. Sure. Um, so I'm just going to go by my Reddit name, Siberia. Um, and I have a story that happened uh, when I was about 11 or 12. So this was like in 2008. And uh, at the time, I was living in a suburb of Dallas called McKinney in Texas. And I was, I think I was probably driving, um, or I was in the backseat, really. Uh, and my parents were driving, and we were a ways down our street, um, and we were going home. And I was looking out the window, and we came across this house on the corner, we passed this house a lot and I never really noticed it too much except that it had a really large red gate that was kind of prominent. And while we were driving by, I saw something really unusual. I don't know how to even call it like a, a humanoid figure, a small creature was behind the gate. And I don't, I don't know exactly how tall they were. I would say like five foot or under probably. And they had a really large head, like not like a human would have, a really large head, really scruffy brown hair. I think they were just wearing a t-shirt. I don't even think they were wearing like normal clothes. Um, but the weirdest thing about them was their eyes were like really huge. Um, and if you've seen like these paintings by Margaret Keene, she was like a, an illustrator in the past, uh, it looked so much like that it's, it's kind of uncanny how much whatever I saw looked like that and it really freaked me out um I I didn't know what I was seeing I kind of like take did a double take and I was like what is this um and we just we drove on and um I, I didn't see it again but whenever I passed that house I had like a really eerie uncomfortable feeling and I just kind of was hoping I would never see it again but I I just I didn't know how to explain what I saw it was so weird um I remember telling my dad about it and he was kind of like I, I was like was that just a weird looking person or I mean what did I see and he seemed to think that it it wasn't anything normal and it it didn't feel like a weird looking person it really felt like uh something else I just looked up. Uh, I I didn't know what you were talking or who you were referring to when you said uh, Margaret Keene. So I just uh, mm -hmm. pulled up. I pulled up photographs or her paintings, and man, that's those are freaky, dude. Those don't. They're really freaky. Yeah, it was not like a pleasant thing to see. <laughs> the eyes were almost exactly like her paintings, which is weird. So she seems to be um, a little bit of I... a fan of the um, the black eyed children. Huh. Yeah. Do you do you know what those are? Um, I saw you guys did some some posts about it, some podcasts about it. Um, but I don't know that much. Because you because you know more about this than I do. You wanna? There's not a whole lot known about them. Um, they're kind of just these weird looking, like they think. I think that they're referred to as some type of weird spirit. Um, but they're huh. like. Apparently they're really bad, and this is me butchering the lore behind them. But they're they're really bad, and they're kind of like have that vampire lore behind them, where they can't enter your house or anything unless you let them. Um, they're commonly seen mm -hmm. like on the side of the road late at night, kind of stuff. And 
or like hmm. they'll show up at your front door kind of thing and they'll ask to come in and basically all the stories behind them whether verified or not say that you know the people that actually let them in you know are never heard from again and then the people that you know refuse and end up telling the story everyone's like it's a good thing you didn't let them in because there's no r- real yeah. stories about people that actually like let them into their car or let them into the house it just i think that i don't know how to explain it but i feel like the fact that it was behind a gate was like weird like it was standing behind the gate in the house can you uh... and i don't know that seems like a a threshold thing you know like the door mm. the entering i don't know can you do me a favor and uh give me the rundown again about uh, what it looked like to you when you saw it sure um it was pretty short and kind of squat <laughs> like it wasn't like thin it was like mm. pretty squarish looking and it had it a really chunky. big head uh but it wasn't like unproportional it was it kind of like went together with the body um Mm. so really big head really scruffy brown hair um large eyes like the paintings i mentioned Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't remember like any teeth or like weird mouth stuff i feel like that was probably normal um and it was wearing like a large oversized like green t-shirt i think Mm. that's kind of interesting it Um, looked kind of disheveled i don't know so were when when you saw this thing were you driving by or were you parked in a position where you could actually get a good a good look at it uh we were driving pretty slowly by because it was residential okay so Um, it's like 20 miles an hour or we could have i mean i can't even remember we could have been walking too i like it, it i was like pretty young so um it, it wasn't like a fast drive by it mm-hmm. was like enough for me to get a pretty decent look at it so whether you were walking or driving i mean that's basically irrelevant it's you were going slow enough to get a good look yeah okay did you see it move at all did it move did it did it interact with you mm-hmm. in any way did it like did it react to seeing you did it see you you know t- tell me tell me about that I think it saw me. Um, honestly, I can't remember. I, I the snapshot that stays in my mind is it being at the like peering over the gate, kind of. But I think it may have like walked up to the gate even from the house. It's like a it was like an old two story house. Um, so I think it may have like walked up to the gate. And and you said it was a child. Like it looked like a child. I don't, it's hard for me to say. It didn't seem like an adult, but it it didn't seem like a little kid either. It just seemed like not human. <laughs> like, it's hard to describe. It, it looked like those paintings, though. So it wasn't proportionate to what you expect with human. Yeah, it, it, if it was a person, it was like a, like no one I've ever seen. I like I'm I'm gonna kind of go down the black-eyed children route with this one. Um, I think one thing that would really like that would uh, kind of put my mind in the right direction is the 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 tone of the skin. So, like, what color was it? If you remember, it was normal. It had normal skin. Like, it was Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have like a weird tinge or anything to the skin. 
It wasn't like a little gray man <laughs> or anything like that. All it right. wasn't like green or anything. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm kind of going down the route of like some, some black eyed children thing going on here. Yeah, something huh. probably paranormal. I don't know. I wouldn't even, I don't think I would classify it as, as something related to the black eyed children because I, it's, the lore is very specific surrounding those. Um, and to the few people that I've talked to, talked to and that we've had on that have actually like have really good stories surrounding the black eyed children, like the lore is always pretty consistent with uh, mm -hmm. that they have like sunken in black eyes that um with yours i would i wouldn't even classify it in that range i think it's something else i really do i don't mm -hmm. it doesn't sound human for sure but so yeah i got i posted it on reddit and i got some like a few responses that were funny like one person thought it was like an alien with a wig um <laughs> which i i don't really resonate with that um, and then some other people mentioned like um i think some south american like spirit um that i had never heard of before and other people said like elves or gnomes or that kind of thing but um i don't know i i mean it's hard because i looked that stuff up and i was like no i mean it didn't really look like any of that mm -hmm. but um it wasn't like stereotypical with a hat or anything <laughs> so for you do you think it was like an alien or what exactly do you think it is or do you just not know I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like I was surprised anyone even like looked at my post because I feel like most people, I assume most people have had weird experiences like that in their lives where they, they can't really explain what they saw. Oh yeah. Um, More than you think. Yeah. And I think that's pretty normal, but um, no, I, I have no theory about it. I, I feel like it was maybe like a, a fairy a fae or whatever, you know, like how there's another realm uh, that people talk about in like Celtic mythology. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's a ghost. I, I have no idea. It didn't seem like it was, um, you know, cheerful or anything good. <laughs> so it, it gave you like bad vibes. Yeah, it gave me not good vibes. I, I didn't want to see it again. It was very eerie. Hmm. I don't know, man. This is kind of a weird one because I've I've never, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of anything like it. Sorry, I pulled up a forbidden subreddit real quick, and Dane was giggling at what I was showing him. Um. Yeah. No. I. Are you familiar with a lot of the fairy-related stories that people talk about? Like, um, generally these ones pop up on r slash The Truth Is Here. Which is like where people talk about more humanoid related things, and I hear a mm -hmm. lot a lot of the time about people who describe like seeing these like gnomes or fairies when they're kids, and then eventually they grow out of it yeah. and stop seeing them. Yeah, I read some of those like um, about like I don't know like especially in Mexico for some reason like people seeing like like gnomes like um, I don't know messing with their kids like pinching their kids or something. But in all those descriptions, they're, like, really tiny, and they, like, run into a tree or something, and, like, I don't really feel like that's, like, what I saw at all. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with that stuff, but um, I've read a little bit of it. Yeah, no, um, there's a lot of weird accounts of, do you remember the, 
Hakwaji episode way back? Of course. I was actually, on side note, I was um, getting vibes or sort of, sort of having flashbacks to what was originally supposed to be our very first episode. Do you remember that girl? Do you remember her story? Um, this this may be kind of related to you when it comes to like the Fae or to gnomes. She said hmm. that in her neighborhood, it was kind of a very uh, rural area. And mm-hmm. uh, not only her, but the kids that she went to school with at the time would always uh, talk about saying these things that they described as like forest people. So like, you know, little, little, mm. little guys that live in the forest. That kind of just like brought back memories. But um, the puck wedgie, go ahead, stack us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot of weird humanoid things that people see that are really unexplainable. Um, yeah. I love that you brought up. I, I forgot about that whole thing. Actually, we haven't talked about it in a while, but our very first episode was this. Um, I, I can't even say that it was our very first episode because it never we never got to record it. Um, but we had had this girl that was going to come on who lived in, like, backwoods region. I've talked about this in a couple other episodes very briefly, but... She described that she used to see, like, they were in deep wooded areas that she would see these, like, humanoid, like, things that looked like they were made out of the forest that, like, would peek out and stuff from, like, the tree lines and stuff. But Hmm. as they, um, she said that they would, you know, she really didn't talk about it, if I remember correctly. And then, like, the few people that she told, like, said, like, oh, yeah, you know, we see those, too and like the kids around the school like said that they would see him as well and then whenever they would mention it to like the teachers and stuff they would be or like any adult in the area they'd be really fucking weird about it and they Mm. would they would just kind of dodge the question and get really uncomfortable when they started talking about that and she said as the area became much more developed that they stopped seeing them and that the encounters that people were like people seeing them just definitely dropped off very dramatically as they began to develop the area so um by the way we should message so her because i still want to have her on because that was an awesome story in the few times that we've talked to her sorry what were you gonna say me yeah <laughs> oh i was just gonna say that's interesting like um where this all took place was not rural it was I mean, it's a suburb, but mm-hmm. um, where I lived was actually pretty a pretty old neighborhood. It was like a you know a, a historic neighborhood. Um, so it was you know at least a hundred, if not older, years old. Um, really? And it was it wasn't super built up, but you know there was houses that had been there for a really long time. And I imagine the house that I passed was not a new house. Um, mm. Interestingly enough, it's like a historical. Bed and, bed and breakfast now but i think at the time it was residential i've always gotten weird vibes so i don't know those... that makes me wonder i've always gotten weird vibes from those like old bed and breakfast style homes um because mm. i'm from oregon for people that don't know uh in eugene there's a few of them i've lived in the bay area most of my life and there's actually quite a few out there as well and every time you pass one it's just like it doesn't fit in, you know? It doesn't fit in where it is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if if that place that you saw, whatever it may be, we'll just call it a um, 
uh, what do you want to call it? Fairy? <laughs> Fuck it, let's call it a fairy. Yeah, we'll call it a fairy. Fuck it. Um, yeah, uh, so the fairy. Um, do you have a question for her first? No, okay. Um, yeah, I, there's so many weird, like, forest creatures and stuff that people, like, we, you don't hear about those a whole lot. Generally, it's like, when you talk about forest stuff, you hear about, like, weird witchcraft ghosts or Sasquatch-related stuff out in the forests. Um, mm. But, like, from time to time, there's these stories that pop up of something that you saw, which I kind of want to lean, honestly, I I want to lean towards paranormal more than anything, since it was, like, I don't know, it just didn't seem right. It sounds more like a paranormal-related account to me than anything else. Um, so, but I, I still kind of want to call it a fairy. But, um, that's so weird. So creepy. More that I think about it, <laughs> yeah. like, that's so creepy. And I haven't really even talked to many people about it. Like, I told my dad when it first happened, because he's had a lot of really weird experiences himself. Like, when he was younger, growing up in Ohio, he had all sorts of weird stuff happen. Um, so I kind of told him about it. But besides him, um, I haven't really talked about it to anyone. Um, so the few people that you have told about it, can you recall like what their their demeanor or their their responses were how they took it? I mean, my dad seemed a little unsettled. Um, mm. He believed me. He didn't think I was making anything up. Um, but he didn't have an explanation for it, really. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that he had. <laughs> and um, I told my sister too, and she seemed freaked out by it. But um, you know, she didn't have any insight. Mm. So I take it that this doesn't just apply to you. Actually, this goes for almost everyone that we've talked to. They don't like talking about their kind of experiences with the unknown because they're fa- they're mm-hmm. afraid of being called crazy or weird or. They're just seeing stuff like there's a lot of people, a lot Mm. of people nowadays that if you were to tell them some weird story like that, like, hey, I saw what I think is a ghost. They chalk it up, call you weird or tell you you were seeing things, but they they never actually listen to what what you have to say and take into account that, you know, maybe that is exactly what you saw. So, I mean, I understand why people and, you know, yourself not want to go go around talking about this taboo i think it's different for me actually like i i totally get that for some people but for Mm. me it was like my family like i don't think they would judge me and like i also just know that it really happened Uh, but for me it's like i i think i didn't really want to think about it like i thought it i think it kind of disturbed me Mm. and i wanted to kind of like block it out or not focus on it if that makes sense like i don't think it was about thinking i sounded crazy i think it was more about like i don't i don't want to think about that happening yeah i know i know exactly exactly your mindset with that i think that's completely like rational and fair one of the stories that i really wish we could have gotten we could have done a podcast on is like, for example, Daniel, like, for example, he didn't talk about his Sasquatch encounter for nearly 30 years because he was afraid that, pe- like, he would lose his job and stuff, is that people would genu- genuinely think he was crazy, you know, back in the 80s when he... Really? 
Oh yeah, he was like really worried that you know he would be publicly like ridiculed in the community for telling that story. Um, so now that he's he's like retired and you know he's not worried about that kind of stuff anymore, he came forward with his story like on one of the Facebook pages for it, and I reached out to him and asked if he would come on and and you know tell his story, and he and he seemed like he he was he was really itching to tell the story because, I mean. Keeping yeah. something that like seeing something like that and keeping it quiet for thirty years can't be easy. Like only talking to the other three people that you saw it with about, you know, like man, I'd want to tell everybody yeah. if I saw something like that. You know, but then like you really gotta think like, am I gonna lose my job? Like stuff like that. I get it. And there's one But I think it's more accepted now too. Like now we have like forums and we have like places for people to share their stories in a way that I don't think that you had in the eighties. That is completely correct. Um, like, if you if you were to think back, even like two thousand, you know, say two thousand one, you'd really have to dig mm-hmm. through the internet to find to find a web page that's like all about seeing the unknown, seeing Bigfoot or UFOs or ghosts or whatever. But nowadays, and like, we really got it good. Like, we got we got Reddit, which you know has a bunch of subreddits for anything for witchcraft. For uh, mm-hmm. UFOs, the UFO subreddits have really gone <laughs> downhill. But um, you know, it, it's generally more accepted, and you can find communities that kind of have the same mindset as you. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's experience is theirs, and we're not here to tell you otherwise. But can we tell you about some of the paranormal Facebook pages? UFO Facebook pages, they're a little out there, all right? Even for me. I would like to yeah. say there are people out there that... Re- so what they saw is what they saw, but they like to exaggerate to create mm. a a more exciting story. So Forbidden mm-hmm. Episode, he really liked to exaggerate to create a more compelling and exciting story. So it's not entirely true, which kind of discredits the entire thing. Kind of going for it. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of real stories are not, like, necessarily super, super crazy, but they're just, like, a little off. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, like, more real. Yeah, uh, sure, there, uh, of course, are credible, very intense encounters that people have had that we've had on the show that are very, like, you know it wasn't a short little thing it was a very intense long encounter of whatever it was and we've had a couple of those mm-hmm. for sure but one story that i really wish we could have had on um was i talked to a gentleman way back in the beginning when we first started this thing up and he told a story about you know he wasn't going on like he's like oh yeah i saw you know the alien or whatever it was but he he was a very sound guy and you know i talked to him privately but he just said he wasn't comfortable coming on and putting himself out there like that for you know family ridicule or whatever it would have been but he told a story that back in like he was an older guy like daniel and he was telling me a story about how he was a steel mill worker back in late 70s i believe and so like he was he was definitely an older gentleman at this point when i was talking to him and you know he was very young out there um he had lived on a farm and he remembers in particular, there was one of his, like, keep in mind, this is like farmland. There's, you got one or two neighbors and that's all you got out there. He said he had one neighbor that was really close and 
the neighborhood or the neighbor's boy raised cattle for the state fair and it was a two-year-old female and he would go out there he'd brush it every day he'd get it halter trained and you know take care of it and do all that he needed to do with it and get it used to you know get it ready for the fair at the end of the year and he said that um they had seen the animal the night before and it was fine everything was normal you know it was late at night everyone saw the animal out um in the field it was fine and it, of course it's a it's a paddock field so there's fences and stuff and the next morning the mm. the sun went out young boy um the neighbor's young boy went out to do his normal routine with the animal and the animal didn't come up like normal and he got very concerned that it had gotten out of the fences so he went running the perimeter thinking that it got out and found the animal dead in the middle of the field and you know he went and saw the animal himself and it was i actually wrote about this on our facebook page you'll have to dig for it. it's on our subreddit too um, but i wrote out the story that he shared and it's just he said that the animal was um drained of blood like organs were missing and there was was very clean um and hmm. like it, just a bunch of weird like classic mutilation ufo kind of style stuff and it really messed the kid up because that was like the kid's pet basically and said that it really messed the kid up and he said he's never seen anything like that he's never heard any personal stories from people that he knew about stuff like that happening out there and i think this happened in tennessee and said they never saw any lights in the sky they never saw nothing like that and, you know and everything was pretty normal but said that mutilation really like was freaking weird and it just really didn't sit right with him and that's why he told the story and mm -hmm. he said one of the really weird things is that the animals wouldn't even touch it like the dogs would eat anything they wouldn't go near the carcass he said like there was a bunch of just weird little things with it that just weren't right aliens or el chupacabra one of the two <laughs> um or vampires or something vampires, weird yeah. i don't know no blood that's really weird but back to your story because we, we kind of got off topic there um, I, originally I was thinking black eyed children because the way you described it was similar to that woman's paintings and that's kind of what she depicted but I think that what you saw may may have been paranormal related like that's that's kind of the route I'm starting to go with it mm -hmm. yeah um, I mean I I don't know I when I was really little I saw some weird stuff in my house that really freaked my mom out um it was it makes me feel like more like it was something like a ghost mm -hmm. um but that experience was really like the people looked really normal they like they didn't seem weird like their proportions were normal um yeah. And I've only had two weird experiences. The one that I talked about with you guys and this other one. Um, I haven't had like a ton. <laughs> but um, they seemed really distinctly different to me. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was a ghost or anything like that. But I mean, maybe, maybe it was. You can go the, um, you can go the whole angels and, because I don't, I don't know your personal beliefs. I don't know if you want to get into that. 
Um, there are some people who are very spiritual, like myself. I wouldn't say very for me, but it, people that are spiritual who who like to believe that, you know, uh, maybe there are angels and demons. There's, you know, I, I can't I can't mm -hmm. say that there is. There's no proof. Um, I think that there are ghosts and stuff like that, things that roam this world mm -hmm. that we can't see. But it's I, the reference to make it easier. I can reference episode three. Um, I don't remember the guy's name. I'm so bad with names. He said that when he fell into the pool he was asked a question and the question was, do you want to live or do you want to die? And when he answered the question, he was like, I want to live right at that moment. His grandmother, I think it was his grandmother reached into the pool and pulled him out. And you know, it's things like that, that make me believe that, that, you know, there, there's something else out there, something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that yeah, gets I mean, some... I don't, I don't have any personal beliefs or anything. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm a really spiritual or like supernatural believing person in general. But I feel like it's kind of stupid to say that none of that exists. <laughs> yeah, no, we got into the whole topic of like the actual term for him is isn't the term that everybody knows is reapers. That's what we got into with that guy, and we talked about reapers because. Laura speaking, mm. there's, there's, in just about every religion, they talk about some type of being in what we refer to them as, as reapers, is there's some type of being that chooses, like, handles whether or not you live or die. And uh, that's what we got into mm. with that guy. So, like, there's all kinds of weird stuff surrounding that kind of stuff, whether you believe it or not, that there's definitely a lot of accounts. Like, the people that have died and said that they talked to something, whether it's God or whatever, you know, not something that I I believe. I, you know, I'm not religious by any means, but, um, you know, it it could be a, a reaper for lack of a better term, whatever whatever they are. Um, but re who who really knows? You know, there's only a handful of people yeah. that have accounts like that, and you know, it's very hard for us to track people down that have like accounts with something like a reaper or something like that. So, you know, and also, you know, who really knows? Like when you're when you're dying, who knows what your brain's doing? You know. But you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really something to think about for sure. They're releasing a lot of uh, a lot of that. That uh, what do you call it? No, the DMT, like inside of your MDMA, whatever it is, inside of your brain. Oh, oh yeah, DMT. I think. Like, do you mean like the mechanical L stuff? Uh, it's it's released by the uh, people call it the third eye. I don't I don't know the scientific name for it. Inside of your brain that. It releases in your brain when you're dying, supposedly, and you you see shit. So that's what people describe as the light, or you know, whatever whatever it may be that they're experiencing. Huh. Dimethyltryptamine, drugs, man. It's all the yeah. Drugs. The DMT thing is like kind of interesting because I mean I'm not like an expert. I've never taken it or anything, but um, you just I think it like everyone has like a really similar experience when they take it which i find really weird like they they talk about seeing like these mechanical elves <laughs> mm. um and it's like pretty um like uh widespread it's not like a one person takes it and they have it i don't i don't want to go like 
I don't want to turn this into a drug-related podcast, but I can go on my personal psychedelic <laughs> no, experiences. No. Um, like Joe Rogan, for example. I really love his story where he talks about his DMT trip. And he, he was sitting there, and then he got skyrocketed up. And then he was, like, floating around, and all these gestures were all over the place. Like, ha, ah, fuck you, pointing and laughing at him. It's hilarious. But... Yeah. <laughs> um... I think that I guess I guess the point I think that's interesting is like that cultures talk about stuff for a really long time, like even surrounding like different drug things. Mm -hmm. And then like people in the modern times have that experience, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens even without drugs. Like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we see things now that were described hundreds of years ago. Well, if. To to make it like a little bit more uh, interesting is not the right word. Just to like, um, fuck, I can't I can't think right now. Long story short, uh, certain cultures throughout history, like from the ancient Egyptians to, um, I don't want to say Mayans because I don't know if that's what they were, but people that used to live in the Amazon rainforest and people that still do live in the Amazon rainforest used uh, ayahuasca which is mm -hmm. made from the vine of a tree down there. So like that, I, I'm not sure if the proper term is DMT, but the chemical compound that makes you she, see shit is not only natural in our brains, it's natural in the brains of like rats and mice. Um, and it grow, it, it comes out of these, these vines that are found from hanging from trees, you know, like it, it, something's going on, something mm -hmm. weird's going on and it's linked somehow. Uh, to call mm -hmm. it paranormal, to call it um, spiritual or whatever. I mean, you can. But there's something. There's something going on. Sorry, I went on a little rant. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I would just say the only thing I would add is if anyone has like any insight about the story or anything similar happened to them or they have a theory, it would be cool to hear about it. Okay. For sure. Alrighty. Thank you very much for coming on and... Uh... See you around.